Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Mike's on. He's ready to go. On the fan. New York Sports Radio. Mike's on. Mike's on. All right, we come to you on this Tuesday night, a rainy uh, Tuesday evening. Take you right up until 6.30. Brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Brought to you by those who drink it. We thank Casamigos Tequila for their uh, patronage all the time. Uh, They are uh, very good friends. And obviously the news today uh, for Yankee fans isn't what they want to hear. Severino gone for the season, Tommy John. So the Yankees now have been, they get cold and they get crazy. And they think this is it. Back to the World Series. This is it. Nobody's stopping us. Red Sox are trading off their pieces. All right. The Astros are going to have to deal with the weight of, of the public, the court of public opinion, which is going to bother them all season. All right. And we took coal from them anyway. And then the Red Sox are down. So it's full tilt to the World Series. And then all of a sudden, Severino, Paxton, not around. Now, Paxton's coming back. We don't know what's going to happen with Ramon this year. All right? Do they have pitching? They have enough. But when you take pitches like those guys away, it does make a difference. And the Yankee number this year is, and I always do over-unders, and I do very well in baseball over-unders, okay? Uh, they're the easiest ones to do by far. And the Yankee number is crazy. It's crazy. I made this point once before. You've got to bet against this number. You can't bet into this number. The Yankees, I got two numbers here, and it didn't change with the information today because you can wager on these numbers right now. 103 even and 102 and a half. Now, how big is that half? That is a big half. So the Yankees... Have to on the one. So let's go to let's take the 103 and we'll pass on that. We'll go to 102 and a half. So you win 103 and you and you win. 103 Yankee wins. How many times have the Yankees won 103 games? They won 103 games last year. The year before that, they won 100 games. They won 103 games in 2009. They won 103 games in 2002. 
you have to go back to if you take out the once in a lifetime year of 1998 where the Yankees as you know won 114 and then won 11 more and won 125 games one of the great shows ever the Yankees haven't surpassed 103 in any season since 1963 they've gotten to 103 they've gotten to 100 twice in the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years, they've gotten to 103 in 09. They got to 103 in 2002. So getting to 100 is very hard. They've gotten to 100 one, two, three, four, six times in the last 20 years, including the last two. And I admit there's some weak teams, especially the Orioles, whose over-under number is 50. It go, has continued to go down. Last year it was 59 and a half. This year it's 56 and a half because they're tired of getting beat every year with it. But there's no way, there's no way that it's a smart wager to have to win 103 games to cash the bet. It's too many. It's way too many. Because if the Yankees are anywhere over 96, they are going to be way out in front in their division. And they're not going to get pushed by the Red Sox this year. Nobody's going to win 100 in their division. And Astros aren't going to push him this year with that kind of number. Astro number is 94 and a half. And you're not going to look at the National League and play scoreboard with them, so that doesn't happen. So the motivation late, and now you're taking these two pitchers out of the mix. Now, the Yankees will still compete. They'll be able to use an opener. They'll be able to use guys who can get them into the sixth and seventh inning, guys like Luizaga and Montgomery and you know, Paxton will be back and Happ will win plenty of games and Cole's going to be great. You know, Cole will win 18 plus. Can't ever say someone's going to win 20 now because you only get 32 starts. So winning 20 is not easy. It's a little bit luck of the draw. You got to get those decisions in the seventh, eighth inning, especially the seventh inning. You got to be on the long side. You can't have a lot of bunts. See, if you have too many one ones or two twos, if you're a top pitcher, you, you, you know, ask the Grom. If you have too many one ones or two twos after seven innings and 106 pitches, you know what? Those add up. The ground has one of those every night. Just look at the win totals. It is one of the mind-boggling stats in baseball history that you could pitch as well as the ground has the last two years and won the amount of games he's won. It's almost, almost would be impossible for anybody to duplicate that. That's how rare that is. But Cole on this team is going to have a bunch of laughers. Plus, he's going to play some really bad teams in his division at times. Uh, he's going to match up with the Orioles a couple of times. You know, the Yang- hey, listen, there are guys who the difference between being an all-star and non-all-star is the third to seventh and eighth innings against the Orioles because they hit 800 in those innings and pick up, you know, 30 and 40 wonderful RBIs against that Oriole bullpen. That's where that's where the numbers come from. They come from those awful, yeah, Oriole, Tiger, bullpens, where the game is six one after five, 
and now you're in the pen, and now it's 16 to 2 after 8. And you just went to town. But Yankees have lost Severino for the season. They've lost Paxson. And you still have to cover 102 and a half. Mm. I didn't like it when they were here. I just think it's mathematical. It's too many. You can't go into the season and ask me to put up 100 to win. 98? Yeah, I'll buy it. It was 98 last year. And I t- it was 97 and a half last year or 98, and I took it as over. And they won 103. But I thought they'd get pushed also. This year, I would. I'll, let, I'll, I'll wait and see. I, I won't take them as an over. I have to think whether I'll take them as an under. I'm not sure. But I'll think about that. But I definitely won't take them as an over. Not at 102 and a half. And I would not touch the Dodgers either at 101 and a half. I've never seen in my life of doing this, I have never seen a number at 100, ever. The 98 Yankees weren't at 100. No one of those great Yankee teams were at 100. High 90s, yes. 97, 98, 98 and a half, yes. 100, I don't remember ever being 100. Now, how big an impact will it have on the regular season? Not as much as you'd think. It could have a big impact on the postseason. Because most nights, eight nights out of ten, they can throw anybody out there and still win the game with their bats in their bullpen. They can still win the game. They can even spot they can even spot the starting pitcher two or three runs and still win the game. So they don't have to have but in the postseason, when you're trying to elevate against good teams, and when you're trying to finally win a title, the Yankees are trying to do things this year they haven't been able to do. They've finally been able to get back to 100 wins. They've done that the last two years. But they haven't been able to get back to the World Series. And when they go back there, they'd like to win it. Thank you. They want to go back there just for the sake of going back. It's been a long time since the Yankees have held that meaningless trophy. Long time. 2009 is a long time ago. And then to realize before that, it was nine years before that. So once, once since 2000, once. It's 2020 now for the Yankees, for the proud Yankees. That's a long time. But bad news today, Severino gets Tommy John. So the Yanks obviously will be looking for another arm from within, from without, whatever. They have plenty of time to get something done. As you can see, didn't affect anybody's opinion of what they would do in the regular season, nor should it. Make it a little tougher, though. A little tougher without Severino to get to 100. It was going to be tough anyway. Getting to 100 is always tough. Never easy. Never easy. How many times have they been over 103? Since 1963? Once. Back after this. All right, so whenever Gettleman speaks, and it's rare when he does, uh, you come away with, why'd you bother? Because usually either he says something that's just ridiculous or 
He's just saying things just to say them. And he gave you the, we're open for business, which you already knew. The problem is, though, they're open for business, but nobody's going to need their business. That's the problem. It's like Mocha Joe and Latte Larry, okay, if you've been watching Curb Your Enthusiasm, okay? The Lions are going to be open for business right next door with the number three pick. So look at the quarterbacks this way. And if anybody thinks that they're going to take a quarterback at four of the Giants, okay, I got a bridge to sell you. The Giants are not taking a quarterback, okay? If you think they're taking a quarterback, then it would show that they just completely have no – they've already showed you they have no concept of how the cap works and how you're supposed to build a team and how you're supposed to com- command your assets in this day and age. But if they were to draft on the quarterback after what they did last year, it would be the dumbest thing in the history of mankind, okay? So especially one – if you'd be talking about taking two at that pick, a guy who has – at least short-term injury issues. And he just took a quarterback at the top of the draft. Now, so you know that's a bunch of, you know it's complete nonsense. But what he wants to do is he wants to trade down or at least think someone's going to bring him a king's ransom, but you don't have to. And it doesn't pay to do it anyway. Burrow is going one. We know who's going two. So now you're at three, and if you're a team that is salivating for the quarterbacks, Namely, Tour, I'm going to figure over Herbert, but a lot of people like Herbert, too. Lions are there at three. Lions can't deal Stafford. They could take Tua, but that, if they do that, then how did they make their team better in a year where Patricia's got a win to stay? He can't do that. If he doesn't, he's pretty much cut his throat, because how are you going to get better if you've got two players at the same position? So that's not happening. So the Lions are open for business at three, and that's where you're going to have to do business because how does it help you to go to the Giants at four when the other team can go to the Lions at three and get the player you want? Now, at four, you're open for lesser business if you're looking for the next quarterback. Tua goes three. You're trying to keep Herbert from going five. Now you're open for a little business. With Tua, you're open for big business if it wasn't for the Lions sitting there at three and looking to be open for business. Yes, you can keep if whatever quarterback, let's say Detroit doesn't, someone doesn't trade up for three to take Herbert, which I guess is possible, but unlikely. You wouldn't have to do that because the Giants aren't taking a quarterback. So if you let someone trade up to three and take Tua, Giants pick, they're not taking a quarterback. And then you take who you want. Then you know, the Dolphins will take who they want at five. Or you can trade to the Dolphins at five and get the quarterback anyway. Because the Giants, if you, t- if you leave them there, they're not taking the quarterback. So if you want a quarterback, the Giants are not taking one. You can run that, you can run that gambit. It's not happening. Now you can say, well, I'm going to trade up to that pick. Maybe. But how many people are going to trade up that high to get him when somebody just made a trade that was looking to make a trade, made a trade to three? So the team in front of you is open for business and has a quarterback. A quarterback that they cannot trade without taking a massive salary cap hit. So the bottom line is, I don't see how the Giants are open for that much business. One slot. If they were sitting third, they're open for big business because there's a lot of teams want to get up there to three. And I think the Lions, if they're open for business, are going to have a lot of business. Especially if Tua shows everybody he's healthy. 
And the Giants, if they pick at four, which is the most likely thing they'll probably do, they're not taking the quarterback, folks. We all know that. There's not a chance in the world. Because what would they do with both of them? I mean, that would, that, that would just show you that they just are completely clueless at that point. And I'm not against, listen, I think Tua's going to be the better player. But the Giants already made their bed. They already, they already picked their quarterback. They cannot go back on that now and bring in a guy who may need a year to be healthy. They cannot do that. And I wouldn't take, I don't know, you know, I'm not in love with, with Herbert, so I'm not taking him there. So would I take Tua over, uh, over, uh, over any of these quarterbacks? Yes, I would. If I knew he was 100% healthy and I feel good about his future, then I would take because I think he's going to be that good. But Giants aren't going there. For a player who's been hurt that many times? I mean, come on. Utterly ridiculous. So you can hear all this nonsense, but the bottom line is they could possibly have someone trade up ahead of them, you know, a couple of slots, if it was for the third quarterback, which I'm going to figure is Herbert of the five. They could all go in the top five. We know that going in. I think the interesting thing is going to be what happens after you get the one-two, which you know you're going to get. Burrow's going to Bengals. You know who's going to the uh, Redskins. Now you're sitting there, and somebody is going to look to be getting into three. I would think the Lions could take two and go for the future, but that finishes Patricia, though, if they do that. Patricia knows he has to win next year or he's fired. He knows that going in. So he cannot take a quarterback, but he has a quarterback. And he's got a pretty good quarterback. He just has to be healthy. I mean, the Lions led in almost every game they played this year. I think all but one, they had a lead. You can look at a bunch of Lion games and say, how did they lose this game? How did they lose that game? So I got to figure they're going to be open for business there. And I think they would trade Stafford, but my understanding is with that contract, the salary cap hit is so massive, it is completely impossible for them to do that. So with that being the case, that takes them off the board. Somebody trades up, to, uh, goes up to three, gets to it, and we take it from there. And then we see what the Giants do, which I, th- I believe will be take a player. Uh, somebody could trade up and give them a little extra something, and then they could take someone. But I, I, I think there's enough players there that would be very beneficial for the Giants. I mean, clearly. Clearly, let's see what they do in free agency first. The way you look at it is the Giants have three premium picks in the draft, and they have the ability to sign three big-time free agents with the money they have. Realistically, three premium players. So they should get six premium players out of this situation. And if you can't get better in this league, when you're picking in the top part of the draft every year, and the Giants have been picking there every year now, there's something wrong. Because think about it. You are getting top of the draft guys in each of the premium rounds, and now they have a ton of money to spend. This shouldn't be that hard. Tony uh, in Hoboken, what's up, Tony? Mike, Mike, great to hear you on the radio. God Thank you. What's up? Day, really what's nice. up? Uh, Brody, how do you think his offseason was for the Mets? Well, I'm not going to 
condemn him on the Beltran thing because uh, I'll leave that alone. As far as the team, what I I think there's two things that I'm worried about. Number one, I don't. I think he's going to waste a lot of time trying to make Diaz the closer again. I think that is going to be foolhardy. I don't think it's going to work. So I think you had to ship him out. I, I don't think it's going to work here. I think sometimes you get one chance in a town and that's it. And you, I would have moved him. I think somebody would have taken him. And I, I really think they still have too many questions that they have to answer. Like, what are they going to get out of Cespedes? How are they going to get Davis in the lineup? If they have Cano at second... If they have McNeil at third, where's Davis going to play? If Cespedes is in left, then Davis doesn't play. Davis needs to play. They have too many guys where their defense is going to be hurt. They don't settle in that well. Uh, I think they have enough starting pitching. If everything fell into place, they have enough offense. I think the key to the team is Batances. I think Batances has to have a big year, and I think he will. But how quick will they go to Batances? How quick will they turn it over to him? That's the question. So I think he's had an, uh, a C uh, offseason. Nothing great. Nothing great because he's, he's left them with too many question marks in my mind. Thanks for the call. He's left it, I, I got to run. Sorry, I just don't have a lot of time. He, he left them with too many question marks. Cespedes, you're going to try and get something out of him? Okay. How do you get Cespedes and Davis in the lineup at the same time? Oh, I'm going to put McNeil at second sometimes, and I'm going to uh, and I'm going to put Davis at third. Davis is not good at third. Cano's going to want to play second. Okay, Cespedes will only play left. He should play right, but he won't. Who's going to play center? You know, is no one everyday player? There's a lot to answer to there. Plus, the bullpen is highly questionable. And I think the biggest thing they did, the biggest plus, will be Batances. I think Batances could be enormous for them. Rich in Long Island, what's up, Rich? Hey, Mike, uh, real quick, you were just talking about the draft. Um, what about uh, Rivers going to Detroit straight up for uh, Stafford? You know, like, in other words... Wait a second, what do you mean? Rivers, Rivers is a free agent. He's not, he's not, he's not, he doesn't belong to anybody. He's a complete free oh, agent. Right. I, I, yeah, so, you know, and, and, and they can't, and thanks for the call, they cannot trade Stafford. The salary cap hit the Lions would take would be so enormous. And Stafford, right now, you'd rather have Stafford than have Rivers. So he, their problem isn't quarterback, their problem is putting a team around him. And keeping him healthy. That quarterback can play. And this is it for Patricia. It's either now or never. So he can't go start a youth movement. He's got to win now. Or he's going to be out. Out. This is it. He's got one year to get himself back to either, you know, back to respectability, back to a winning record, or he's not going to have a team. Casamigos Tequila sponsors the program, as always. Brought to you by those who drink it. We'll see you tomorrow. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.